Wait, have you never been to the Easter Vigil here? No. This Saturday will be my first one. Oh, my this goodness. Whole... I know. Well, you are in for a lovely surprise. Oh. Well, not a surprise. You've been to one before. but So my home parish, you know, our, our scouts do an awesome job with the fire here. But I will say the stories I've heard of St. Edward's previous uh, Easter Vigil fires – Sound both awesome and scary <laughs> to, to a a pyromaniac like myself. It definitely sounds awesome, but to others, scary. So there used to be a, a parishioner here who was like a stalwart of the parish, and they or their family that did everything. They moved out of the parish as I got here, so I never really got the chance. The Ciceros, to the Ciceros, All yes. Right. Okay, legends. So I'm told that Jim Cicero would keep their family Christmas tree. They got a real Christmas tree. And I'm told he would keep it in his garage, just dying and drying out. Dying and drying. From, you know, I guess from the end of the Christmas season until uh, Holy Week. And then he would bring his Christmas tree. And out here in in the courtyard, the tree would be the center of the fire. And then they would pack all their stuff around it. And that's what they would light up for their Easter fire. Wow. Yeah, so this thing had to be at least a six-foot-tall bonfire that was just a-blazing. That's amazing. Um, Father Joe would say as he watched from his window, he was always afraid the rectory was going to catch fire. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, fire. Holy Saturday, Mass, the Easter Vigil Mass, our, our big triduum Three-day Mass has ended, and the new liturgy begins. Yes. And it begins with a fire. With a holy fire. With a holy fire. A holy fire. It is it is pretty cool. And we actually, so it starts, we bless the fire. It's actually bless the flame. And then we light the Paschal candle off of that fire. And you're also supposed to light the charcoal for the incense or that mass off of that fire as well. Oh. But we'd normally get that lit a little ahead of time. <laughs> I mean, if you um, get a Christmas tree, though, that thing lights real quick. Seriously. you got a seven-foot blaze. That's when that's the kind of yeah. fire you It's can... hard enough to light the candle off of, off of a bonfire, let alone, like, stick your hand in with a charcoal and <laughs> try to light that. <laughs> oh, it's cool. It's but cool it's stuff. But it's cool stuff. It's cool stuff. That's how it kicks off. That's, and, and the church is obviously dark, right? So the lights are all off in the church. Um, and the whole, you know, the whole point of the Easter Vigil is to celebrate Jesus rising from the dead, right? Uh, we're sitting in vigil, in darkness, waiting for the light to return, um, which is why we, uh, and we'll, we'll go through, we'll walk through the Mass, but, you know, we're, we begin in darkness because God is dead. Jesus is dead, and we're waiting for him to rise, and so the light is gone. And so now we light the Paschal candle, this great symbol of the resurrection, a candle that's lit at every baptism and every funeral to remind us that baptism is the only death that matters. There's no need to fear physical death as long as we've been a follower of Jesus. If you're not following Jesus, fear physical death. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> but if you're following Jesus, there's no need to fear physical death because it's the doorway then to eternal life if we followed him. And so now we light this Paschal candle, the, the symbol of, of that light and that promise of resurrection. And then we, we process it in. Well, let's, let's go through the actual like blessing of the candle because that's really cool. So as we bless the should candle. We, should we pause? Sure. Should we introduce the show? Oh, 
Yeah. This is Ed Talks. I'm Father Dominic. I'm Paul Eric. And this is where we hope to inspire saints to inspire saints to build the kingdom of God. Amen. I just thought, you know, good call. You were, you were, you were, you're all fired up. He's ready. I was ready to go. I mean, you, you've been reading, you've been reading the books. You've been, you've read it. Like I got, I, my I got notes. it all down. I'm, no, I'm hopefully not going to forget nothing. I'm ready. This is a good reminder too. This is an awesome. It's an awesome week. We're airing this during Holy Week. Yes, and the the beginning of the on trip, Holy, Holy Thursday. Thursday. So Holy, happy yeah. Holy Thursday. Everybody. Happy Holy Thursday for those of you who watch this as soon as it drops. This is hot. Uh, and then tomorrow, Good Friday, and day Friday. two of this, and day three is Holy Saturday, Holy and that Saturday. is what we're talking about today: Easter Vigil. Easter Vigil Mass. So when we go outside to the fire and we bless the fire, and we, and before we light the candle, there. So there's images on the Paschal candle, um, and things that we do to it. So um, every Paschal candle is decorated a little differently. So ours is going to have a sacred heart on it. Um, but there's so the priest, we using our, our hands, we make the sign of the cross. So there's a cross on the Paschal candle. Um, and then the year that we're in gets traced by our thumb as well on the candle um, as, as we're blessing it. I don't have – I should have brought with me the, the ritual to tell you what, what we actually say when we bless it. But part of it is about Christ being yesterday and today forever, the Alpha and the Omega – um, and that we actually trace on there the alpha and the omega symbols, which are also on the candle. And then uh, we t- then we do a prayer about the wounds of Christ, and we take um, beads of blessed incense and we insert them into the candle. Um, and so what that looks like here is they they look like little wax pins. But within the wax is the blessed incense. That's cool. I didn't realize it was blessed incense. Yeah, so it's blessed those. incense was in the, in the wax. They're red and yeah. that, to symbolize the wounds. And you've got one at the top for the crown so of thorns, five. one at the feet, one for each hand, and then one in the one center in the for the side, the lance, and the side. Yeah, it's yeah. really cool. It's very so. That's all. That's all blessed incense. And that, that's cool because so last year we did this in my house and for parents out there and even if you're not a parent it's a really cool thing this is a cool thing yeah yeah they sell uh there are companies catholic companies that will make they'll sell you a kit to make your own mini paschal candle at home and so and it's like sheets of beeswax and and it tells you and you know the home is supposed to be the domestic church we are all baptized into the universal priesthood so you can lead the exact same prayers for your home paschal candle and then the cool thing would be to bring it to holy saturday to the mm-hmm. easter vigil and light your home paschal candle from the parish paschal candle that would absolutely be even, and we didn't do that last year but i'm gonna i thought you did do that last year i i did the candle but I didn't come to the Easter Vigil. Oh, fair. So, well, you could so, do it on Sunday. You could come Easter Sunday. Yeah, exactly. Just light it from that Because we leave the, the candle. Well, I don't leave it lit. We light it for all of the Sunday Masses, and all in, the Easter season. And it's in the sanctuary. We put it in the sanctuary. normally it's over in the baptistry. Right. Uh, but yeah, so the candle gets blessed while the fire is raging. Yep. Right? So fire is right next to you. You're blessing a candle. It used to be a Christmas tree. 30, <laughs> yeah. 35. We might need to get that back. Uh, I always get I alive. I wouldn't be opposed to I'm it. Always, I, I got a live Christmas. And not anymore. It's gone. Uh, well, maybe you got to keep it in your garage. I uh, will talk to well, my wife will be so mad. <laughs> <laughs> we have to Let's keep this thing until when? <laughs> 
Does a Father Tom have a garage? <laughs> no, Whitney, I don't. It's I don't in your garage. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, maybe the, the the pine notes will go into your next batch of beer. So it might be. Oh like a well, yeah. No, I don't want it. I don't want it in my garage. <laughs> Fair enough. Give it to Jerome. There we go. All right. The scouts are in charge of it. So, so I'll, I'll talk to him. So we light the fire. We bless the candle. We bless the fire. We bless the candle. Then we light the then candle. We light the candle out of the blessed fire. And now, in years past, this has happened in our um, courtyard before the statue in, in, at the feet of Mary. But this year, the courtyard's off limits in the mud pit. Yes. But I like doing it in the front of the church anyway. Right, I would be say evangelical. Exactly, want yeah. people to see it. So, are are you when we get the Christmas tree back? That's going to be right in the middle of Sunnyside. Yeah, just we'll just, right we'll in just the shut street. down the street. I like it. We'll call the alderman. Yeah, I'm, she'll yeah, be. I'll fine. talk to Nugent about she'll that. Be cool. Just one block. We'll invite Sam. She's we need, Catholic. We need one block of Sunnyside. That's all we need for about thirty minutes. Yeah. Worst case scenario, we use the parking lot by the school. And- yeah. God, be this is going to be great. Yeah. Next year. This year is also going <laughs> to be great. This year will though. also be great. This so year come. will also be great. So then you, you light the candle and and how many people are around the fire? As many as want to be there? Yeah, we invite everybody to come outside. I mean, cool. there's some losers like you that stay inside. Man, okay. Well, I just. <laughs> They're I not losers. It was my first. Some people can't walk outside. So That's... you could walk. You're, that makes you a loser. I could walk. <laughs> Wait, if you walk, you're a loser. <laughs> I, anyway, uh, so I did. I just. I don't know. I was very. It was. It was my first Easter vigil. Fair enough. A lot of things happened. Fair enough. A lot of moving parts. That's why we're doing this podcast. That's right. So people know to come outside. So yeah, we invite everybody outside, and then so we were lucky enough at our parish to have a deacon, and so the deacon carries the Paschal candle. You're lucky enough to have a deacon, so you don't have to carry that thing. That's right. <laughs> so we process in, and then everybody has a little candle. And so as the three times leading up to the sanctuary, the deacon will stop, hold up the paschal candle, and he proclaims the light of Christ. Then everybody responds, thanks be to God. And then he lowers the candle, and then everybody behind the candle lights theirs. Well, not everybody. One person lights it off of the paschal candle, and they pass the light back. It's so cool. And then he moves further into the church. The light of Christ, thanks be to God, and then those people light their candles off of it. So the church is dark and just gradual, almost like a sunrise. Yes. It's the light, the, the fire, and it's fire that has been blessed and has come, and it is growing closer and closer to the sanctuary. It's such an amazing— It's, it's a cool thing to see. Yeah. It's very, very cool. My 10-year-old is going to be there for her first Easter vigil. She's not coming to the whole thing because she's only 10. Okay. But I'm letting her come for the fire— and the candles. Okay. And I was like, all right, that's all you get this year. When you're 13, you can be the whole, you can come for the whole thing. Nice. So, but she's pretty amped. Mariana. Oh, cool. Yeah. Let amped. her stay through the exalted. Yeah, I will. All yep. right, cool. Yeah, I, I'm going to See, call Mariana, I'm, I'm, I'm fine for you. He's pushing, he's pushing your <laughs> limits. Uh, but everybody else come for the whole thing because this is just the start. It's, it's so, it's so cool. And it, I mean, it's, it's a cool image of all those candles and that the light is dispelling the darkness. Right, so the darkness of sin is going away by the light of Christ coming in uh, through His resurrection. And we're holding it. We're, and holding, we're holding it. it. Every holding single it. one of us gets a candle. Everyone holds, cool. and that's that thing, right? Like Christ wants to light us up, but we got to hold it, right? We got to yep. cooperate with that light a little bit. Yeah. And uh, so and we sometimes you get a little wax on your hand, and it burns, and that's yeah. okay. That's your cross for the night. <laughs> <laughs> it's your last bit of Lent. <laughs> get that little Lent in. 
Um, so yeah. So then when the candle gets into the sanctuary, uh, we put it in its stand and then, um, the choir will chant the exaltet, which is a beautiful prayer. So this is what you need. Here's the only homework I'm going to give you before coming to the Easter vigil. And if you can't make the Easter vigil for whatever lame excuse you come up with, then do this anyway, go and YouTube search the exaltet. E X U L T E T exaltet exaltet thank you uh, and listen to it and actually like and find find a video that gives you um, the I mean if you maybe you're good at listening to music and, and hearing the lyrics but just in case see if you get the captions on um, because the the exaltet is a prayer that is announcing that Jesus is rising from the dead but it's also all about the Paschal candle. And what the candle symbolizes. And it talks about how it's made of beeswax and why that's important. And this, the light of the candle and the smells and all the stuff that happens even within the Easter Vigil and with our life of faith. It's, it's a beautiful prayer. And when it's chanted, it's just absolutely gorgeous. Um, and it's all about exalting, to, to, to proclaim, right? To, to exalt that Christ has risen from the dead. Now... Our eight o'clock Easter vigil is going to be live streamed yes. this year, so be, so you can even watch it. If for whatever reason you are not able to come, or you are out of town, or wherever, you can still watch and listen. It won't be the same. I mean, the choir and Richard do such an awesome job. Yeah, you got to be there, but you can but, join us on live stream. Yeah, so exalted. There's your homework. All right, you got it. Ed talks, dear listener. And then after the exaltet, then we go into the liturgy of the word, which is a little different in uh, that we have a few more than just two readings. Margaret Hemma said that we should warn uh, our, our listeners that this is going to be the longest it's, podcast of the year <laughs> in honor of the longest mass of the year. I think we've had longer podcasts. No, 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 that's true, that's true. no we, we, we'll keep it short for you guys. Um, but yeah, so there are not just one Old Testament reading, not two, not three, not four, not five, not six, seven. The well, so we don't do all of them. We don't do all of them. We oh. don't do all of them. Okay. I, I do have some mercy. Okay. So we do a total of seven readings, including the gospel. Oh. So we do five of the Old Testament readings. We do the epistle and the gospel. So I do have some mercy on people. You're allowed to do that. We're, you're allowed to cut some. You're allowed to be like. But I don't. Too many parishes cut way too many. Yeah. So we so, do seven total. It's kind of cool, though. It's because you think about what happened after Christ rises from the dead. You think of the road to Emmaus and the the two disciples that are talking to him and walking with him. And they're just like, your heart was burning when he was just opening up the scripture. And that's what this is. Right. This is like, hey, in case you missed it when you've read the, the Old Testament over the years, this is where it was pointing to. And so the church very, very intentionally picks these seven readings. It's all about salvation history. So what, what Jesus came to accomplish and how we know Jesus is the one that came to accomplish it. And the first three words that we'll hear are in the beginning. That's how you know God's a baseball fan. <laughs> it's my only dad joke. Oh, he's, he loves it. It's a good one. It's a good one. Uh, so, yeah, it starts with Exodus, walks you right up to the prophets, and then we jump to the epistle, mm-hmm. which is a great epistle focused on the resurrection, and then we get into the gospel. The gospel. The, the, big, the big one, the big story, the big reveal. The, of him rising and being not recognized for it. It was Mary Magdalene. Yeah. 
yeah the, the first the first folks and that was co- just a cool a cool thing to think about too right about the fact that the same thing with the road to Emmaus Mary Magdalene uh, the apostles themselves when he was on the shore they couldn't recognize Christ until he did certain actions or said certain things he's got this glorified resurrected body which is what we're all promised a glorified resurrected Praise body God. yeah <laughs> there's, there's no there's no planet fitnesses in heaven there's no need for him <laughs> <laughs> so it's going to be cool. But anyway, so that. You can eat all the bacon cheeseburgers we want in heaven and not have to worry about it's it. It's going to be one big bacon cheeseburger. <laughs> um, so that's. So we, we're done now with this beautiful salvation history, a walk through the, the Old Testament into the New Testament. We've heard Christ rises. You give a homily. And then what happens next? Then the big. The the other the main the probably the main reason most people come to the Easter Vigil is to see people be received into the church. So we celebrate the sacraments of baptism, confirmation, and then people receive their first Holy Communion. It's the three sacraments of initiation. The three which sacraments our of initiation. Listeners know because of those podcasts that they have listened to, and, and any re- any new listeners we have go back and listen. We did podcasts on all seven sacraments. The first so, the first three were. Baptism, confirmation, first Holy Communion, beautiful the Eucharist. Yeah, it's like it's like a big plan that we have. <laughs> it's as if we planned this. <laughs> almost thought of almost <laughs> almost. It's just also easy topics. <laughs> yeah. So uh, the baptisms happen, and this year here at Saint Anne's, which is it's cool because baptisms are going on all over the world. Yeah, people are joining the church in every continent in every country in every state here in the united states in every diocese in every parish essentially i mean there are potentially some parishes that aren't going to be baptizing people on the easter vigil but in the early church there were only two days you could get baptized Mm -hmm. the easter vigil and the vigil of pentecost yeah those are the only two days you could get baptized um nowadays obviously we baptize all year long we're like nah get that we we want the baptized we want you to be in the body of christ yeah join us asap so um, the baptism happened this year. We are baptizing five, five of uh, various ages, too. Of various ages, two adult women, two uh, school age children, and one infant. Nice, super cool. And the infant is the daughter of one of our confirmandi, the the confirmation candidate. Who that's uh, right? Because she had her baby while she was in our CIA. She was in our CIA while, so not one of our eighth grade confirmandi. No, for those listening, no, shocked. An adult woman in our CIA. An adult woman. (laughs) An adult married woman. Not her first child. (laughs) Anyway, um, but yes. So Miriam, we're excited for you and for your little one, and uh, yeah. So five getting baptized. That's exciting. I think six getting confirmed. Um, and. Five of those confirmandi will be receiving their first communion. So we've got nice. a huge amount of firsts. It's exciting. It's, it's very exciting. And that so and it happens baptisms first, mm-hmm. and we walk over to the baptistry mm-hmm. the, during the litany of saints, litany of, which is beautiful. And the other thing too, like in the blessing of the water for baptism, and then we bless all the all the holy water in church. We'll have a, a whole lots of water being blessed. Because we replace um, it because it's been gone and now it comes back. Right. With the newly blessed water. Um, and one of the, the way that we bless it at the Easter Vigil, and it's only the Easter Vigil that we bless water this way, we actually take the Paschal candle. So the deacon will pick up the Paschal candle and process and we'll follow the candle in procession to the baptism font. 
and the deacon actually takes the candle and dunks it into the water three times so cool. to bless the water. Um, so cool. It's the only, the only time we do that in the entire year. Now, let me ask you this. Cool. So will the holy water fonts, uh, as you walk into the church, will they be replenished at the start of the Easter Vigil? Are they empty? And then during the Easter Vigil, we fill them? With- we fill them during the Easter Vigil. Oh, yeah. See, this is exciting, guys. Yeah. Oh, we didn't talk about the lights come on. The lights come on. Yeah, wait. Oh, so, my goodness. Huh? Yes. We talked about the readings. Okay, so we get we, – so backtrack just a little bit. So we do the five Old Testament readings here at St. Ed's. And then after the, the last Old Testament reading, which I think is from the prophet Baruch, um, then the, the Gloria is sung. So that's when first Jesus time. rises from the dead. The first time we hear the Gloria uh, in Lent. Um and then we all stand and sing the Gloria, and that's when all the lights get turned on, all the candles in the sanctuary are lit up, because at that point it's just the Paschal candle. So during this whole Liturgy of the Word, because we blow out the, the individual candles that we lit, we blow those out during the Liturgy of the Word. Um, so the only light, other than the little lights that the choir uses and the lectors use and the priest uses to, to do all the readings and prayers we have to do, um, the only light is the Paschal candle, and so then all the lights get turned on and the sanctuary candles all get lit. Um, and then, yeah, so that's... And it's party it's time. Cool. It's party time. And then we hear the epistle and the gospel. Because oh, yeah. he has risen from the dead. I can't believe we forgot that. Big, yeah, the that's big, a big, the big moment. Yeah. Did you hear my sound effect for the lights coming on? No. It's really, it's, it's very I'm authentic. <laughs> yeah, that's what... I'm to give you a microphone to do that <laughs> during the... I just want you to keep going... <laughs> Please don't do that. Please, <laughs> please don't do that. Uh, so, so uh, anyways, baptism. Ba- baptism's happen. Bless the water. Water gets replenished in the holy water fonts. Uh, and that's cool. Five new souls in, here this year uh, joining the church, joining the body of Christ, becoming adopted sons and daughters of the Father. And then right into confirmation. Right into confirmation. We confirm those who are going to be confirmed. So, um, obviously, the, the infant and the two other um, school age children not getting confirmed. confirmed this year, so they will then return to their seats. Well, mm-hmm. actually, the infant will probably be held since yeah, her mom I'm is sure. going to be confirmed. Yeah, um, and then we will have uh, we have a um, one of our youth group, Atzel, coming in from yeah. youth group. He's going to be confirmed, so um, he will join uh, five adult women. Interestingly enough, yeah, this was a unique year for RCA that we had all women, yeah. which is cool. Yeah, that's cool. Um, and so the five women will be receiving confirmation. And so we'll add so, so there's six confirmandi. Cool. And then? And then after confirmation, then we do the renewal of baptism promises for everybody present. You have a part. And then you all get sprinkled, one of my favorite parts of it. I get to douse everybody with holy water. Really blessed holy water. As someone holds the aspergillium. There we go. Yes, See, that, that should have been in our uh, – oh. Paul, Paul did a great job with some Holy Week – trivia with our youth group and that should have been one of the questions what do we call the thingy the, the bucket for holy water the, or the is, it, is the bucket not the aspergillum the, the, the yeah, thing, bucket is a bucket the, the actual the, thing is the aspergillum oh, okay all right okay see even i'm learning see we learn aspergillum all right cool so we go around everyone gets everyone gets doused from the aspergillum and then and then mass continues north that's offertory eucharistic prayer uh, those that are receiving their first Holy Communion, they come up first uh, to receive communion. And then final blessing, and we're sent out to preach the good news that Jesus has risen from the dead. Oh, it's great. 
It's a great way to finish Lent and to begin the Easter season. And remember, folks, Easter is not one day. No. It's a season. And then the high part of Easter is the the first eight days, the octave of Easter. And we have been fasting. We have been praying. We have been giving alms. And now it's time to celebrate with Christ, the risen Lord. And take those eight days and really Amen. plan something special for each of those eight days. If you can come to join us for daily mass, come to daily mass every day of the octave. It's awesome. And then as well... The eighth day, the final day of the octave, is the Divine Mercy Divine Sunday. Divine Mercy Sunday. So uh, say the Divine Mercy Chaplet. And we'll each have day a and... new image of Divine Mercy to display in our church. Really? That will bless and display on Divine Mercy Sunday. I'm excited. Oh, I've I've seen it. I'm sure you've seen it. Yeah. It was in the server sacristy. Correct. So don't go poking your noses back there in the server sacristy, <laughs> spoiling the surprise. And I think the people from Immaculate Heart of Mary who have joined us will be very happy. Oh, that's that's a, that's, that's from great. their church. Oh. I love the fact that we have, over this past year, welcomed so many people who are hurt and and upset and and confused because of the loss of their own home parish, and they all bring pieces of their parish, and they've become incorporated here. Which is so cool, and I know that's what the parish should be. Right, it's so cool. It's but a mingling of cultures and families and and people and and you know that's. And we all come together to worship God because it is right and just. And we bring with us our our backgrounds and where we, you know, our, our traditions and all that stuff. And we mingle it together all all for the praise and glory of God. It's truly Catholic, but yeah. it's it's cool. I mean, we have the altar from Saint Tecla. We had the image of Our Lady of Guadalupe, the st- beautiful statue for her feast. And a lot of our Triduum decorations yep. this I, year coming from I don't wanna, Our Lady wanna, of Victory. Our Lady okay. okay, we'll just say that. It's from Our Lady of Victory. It's Holy Thursday, so you'll see what we mean tonight. It's cool. Um, and then now the Divine Mercy is coming from Immaculate Heart of Mary. That's and awesome. we'll be having statues from Immaculate Heart of Mary coming as well that'll be permanently put in our church. Uh, we should be getting St. Anthony to uh, Padua. A Therese of Lisieux, Anne and the Blessed Mother, and an Infant of Prague. Wow. Um, beautiful marble statues. that. And these are treasures of our church and of our right. people that deserve to be seen and deserve to, to help us. To be venerated, us. yeah. Yeah, to lead us to the, peop- the, the, the Trinity. The, yes. All of these saints served the Trinity. Obviously, the Infant of Prague is, is a Christ child. but So I have a fun story for us to end with about the infant of Prague. I like fun stories. So a, a priest friend of mine, Father Mike uh, Zaniolo, he was the associate pastor at a parish. And so this is his story, so I'm sharing his story. So he was walking through his church one morning, and there was a you know little old lady praying at the shrine in their church of, to the infant of Prague. And you know he says, oh, hello. And she goes, hi, Father. She goes, oh, Father. And then he stops and turns around, and, and then this woman looks to the infant of Prague who is the baby Jesus, and then looks to Father Mike and goes, she's my favorite saint. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and he's just, he didn't have the heart to tell her, and he's just like, I'm very happy for you. Well, you know, pray, sometimes... Pray for me. <laughs> those elaborate infant gowns can look kind of feminine to our Western they, eyes. They can. Uh, it's a... So he was telling this to my one of my priest <laughs> friends and I, Father Michael Trail, you know, yeah. Uh, so Father Michael and I, on one of our vacations, we went to Prague, and nice. we went to the Carmelite Church because the Infant of Prague. Part of the story is that it was it was a gift to Saint Teresa of Avila, 
And then Teresa venerated the infant and and then she received a lot of special graces and stuff. So now it's in a Carmelite church in Prague. Um, and so we went there and it's we're, we're and it's, it's it's this tiny little thing in this big shrine. And so my, Father Michael and I are looking at it. We, without thinking, we both look at each other and go, she's my favorite saint. Oh. <laughs> no, I'm Czech, so I take offense at that. Um, no, Prague's a great town. Anyway, yeah. but the great mass is the Easter Vigil. Come to the Easter Vigil. Whether you're here in Chicago, come to St. Ed's. If you're traveling, find a parish that's doing it. They're all doing it. So then go. Go to the Easter Vigil. It's the, the climax of what it means to be a Catholic in our liturgical year. Amen. Thanks for listening, everybody. Have a happy Easter. I'm Father Dominic. I'm Paul Maneric. And thanks for listening to Ed Talks, where we hope to inspire saints who inspire saints to build the kingdom of God. Amen. Amen.